Hey everyone, this is Mike from Arms Room Radio. Do you have a CERT SIRT laser training pistol? If you don't have a CERT laser training pistol from Next Level Training, then you're wrong and probably ISIS. But you don't have to take my word for it, but you better listen to what Major Bill has to say. This is Major Bill, the Chief Law Enforcement Officer of Arms Room Radio. Do you want to get your daily trigger pulls in? The CERT laser training pistol is how you get your daily trigger pulls in. Get one now at nextleveltraining.com or you're just not a real American. That's nextleveltraining.com. Tell them the guys from Arms Room Radio sent you. America! It's Arms Room Radio, live from the Caltech Studios, with Mike and his team from the Arms Room. Conceal and carry, gun safety, the law, the latest gear, and more. You'll get it all right here, and you can connect with these guys right now. Call, tweet, email, or message them by going to armsroomradio.com. Arms Room Radio is on the air live, coast to coast. Now, here's Mike. Hey, welcome to Arms Room Radio, where we promise to bring you all things gun, all the gun time. My name is Mike. I am uh, I'm your host, your guide, your uh, your facilitator here for the next couple of hours on the program. Uh, hey, let me uh, let me go around the room though. Let me uh, before we get started, I want you to introduce you to all, all the all the patriots sitting in with me today. On my right, the right hand man, the great 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 grandson of Daniel Boone. Please welcome him back. His name is Earl. Talk to corporate. Approve memos. Lead a workshop. Remember birthdays. Oh, good to be back. Good to be back. How are you doing, sir? How's your week going? Doing well. I got a, I got a bunch of stuff I want to talk to you about. Oh yeah. Yeah. I mean, on the, we were talking on the air stuff. You know, we got oh, some okay. off the air stuff. Okay. You know, we'll talk about the uh, and a uh, whole 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 lot of things going on this week. Whole lot, whole lot of things <laughs> going on. Can't, can't wait to can't wait to get you and everybody else up to speed, and I can't wait to get up to speed and whatever with uh, with all with all your shenanigans as well. Oh yeah. And you owe me money too, don't you? I do owe you money. Oh, okay. Yeah. Yep. Yep. I got it. I got it. I'm here. <laughs> um, this what's up? I'm sorry. Go ahead. Go ahead. I was saying, keep going. I, I got some good music, so I can. Oh, okay. Oh no. Oh, 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 this because I already gave. Uh, oh, okay. Yeah, okay. Yeah. Beat me to it. We already, we already got some music. We got a, we got a guest in here. We got some music planned, and uh, uh, and we're going we're to give it to him. But first, we're going to give you where Kevin would normally be sitting because I know oh, okay. I know some folks. They want to hear the all on order music. You know, they want to hear the cha ching or the boom or whatever, whatever, whatever uh, it's it is. It's actually it's the doink doink. The doink doink. That's right. Yeah, that's right. We've had this conversation. <laughs> they want to hear the doink doink. Let's let's uh, let's welcome in. Uh, he would normally be here, the uh, legal ninja, the courtroom assassin. Uh, I would please be welcoming back, Mr. Kevin Maxwell. The doink doink. I like the doink doink. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, Kevin is. Uh, you know, normally when he's not here, it's because uh, something's come up with the client. He's off at a training class. Yeah, he he actually took a weekend off yeah. and do something for himself. He's up there in Atlanta with our with our friends uh, up at the uh, uh, with Brian Hill uh, taking the complete com, uh, combatant mm-hmm. classes. Mm-hmm. Uh, so he's up there this weekend. He uh, I think it's uh, sometime in the second hour. Kevin and Brian are going to call in. We've got some good. Uh, they're going to tell us about this kind of training they're doing up there, and uh, as well as I've got some questions for Brian. I want to talk to Brian about folks. If you remember the stories over the past couple of weeks, it seems as though. We've had a lot of the good guy stories where they've been able to fight off the bad guy, but the gun has been in the car in a weird place. Mm-hmm. So I want to get Brian's uh, professional, you know, opinion and take on, uh, you know, where to keep that uh, firearm in the car. And I'm talking about people that, if you recall the cases we talked about last week, they didn't have concealed weapons permits. Right. Obviously, the the fix is go get your concealed weapons permit. Yeah. yeah. But they didn't, so they have to keep it in the car. And I'm trying to figure out a better way to let everybody know 
where to where to keep it in the car if that's your last resort and where to keep it someplace safe rather than have the bad guy drive off with the gun in your glove box. Mm-hmm. And we, yeah, we want to yeah. no, prevent that your car happening. and you arm them. Yeah, yeah, exactly right. Exactly right. So, the, you know, we, I want to get Brian's opinion on that. Um, uh, we do have a special guest in the program. If you've been following us on the old uh, the old social media and the media and the Insta tweets and the, the Snapgrams or whatever it is, we've got a good friend of the, of the program. You, every time we go out of town, he's with us because we all uh-huh. go to the same places. Uh, I want to welcome into the program from the Firearms Policy Coalition out of California, Mr. Craig Deleuze. I don't think so. <laughs> Dreaming about 30 round magazines. Dreaming about 30 rounders. And you know, real I, guns. It's, I, it's a pleasure to be in Merck. I, I thought about bringing in a 30 round PMAG and hey. How, how close have you seen one like this before? <laughs> now, if you took a picture of him with that and loaded it on I don't want to get him indicted when he goes I, home. I think it's a misdemeanor for me to even look at one out of state. <laughs> Could be. Very much true, so. Very much true. So you're, uh, you're, you're, you brought the, the fam over, and you guys are uh, doing a little Florida vacation. Me and the wife decided to come on out here, visiting some family that's out here, and uh, could not come out here and not visit the arms room. We appreciate that. We appreciate that. Arms Room Radio loves having you. You know, we're, uh, we're all good friends. Uh, uh, with with everybody out there at Firearms Policy Coalition, um, uh, you know Brandon, Billy, and just everybody else that we we run into, and uh, we we uh, we always appreciate the work that you guys do with us. As as, as opposed, as, excuse me. Uh, also, the work you do just for the Second Amendment is is unbelievable. What you guys are doing. Yeah, you got tired of fighting behind the lo- enemy lines all the time, so he decided to cross the line so he could relax a little bit. Right. Yeah. Yeah. He's over here wearing just, a uniform right now instead of wearing a resistance clothes. Yeah, exactly. Just, just exactly. a little bit. Hey, you know what? Like I said, I, I haven't worn pants with, with full, with full legs or arm shirts with sleeves since I got here. Probably <laughs> nice. won't until I leave. Nice. Nice. It's like the Larry the cable guy. No <laughs> <laughs> <Shirt toe> sleeves. <laughs> Get her done. <laughs> oh, good stuff. Good stuff. Uh, you know, we got to get a bunch of stories we, we're going to be going over with uh, with everybody. We you know we had some last week that we didn't get the chance to get to, and mm-hmm. I, I want to. There's a couple of them in there that I definitely want to. I want to talk to everybody about. Uh, I, I guess the, the the first one is we were talking to talk about uh, uh, former director Jim Comey, mm-hmm. uh, and, and I, I, we got a couple of minutes left here. I want I want to I want to bring up uh, the the old Jim Comey story now. Traditionally, you think of an FBI agent, you think of somebody that either starts in, at least this is how I think. If you guys think of it differently, let me know. I think of somebody that started in law enforcement somewhere mm-hmm. uh, and ended up you know, getting their college degrees or whatever it is because the FBI has that requirement. Then they go to the FBI. Now, some of them have specialty skills and they, you know, the, they get recruited right out of college, but they go to the FBI and they, they start out as agents, as a special agent. Whether they came from law enforcement before or they came from college before, you know, these are guys that do 20, 25 years of special agents. Right. Uh, Comey, not so much. When I think of FBI agents, I think of father beans and a nice Chianti. Yeah, there you go. Yeah, exactly right. Exactly right. Yeah, yeah. That's a, if, if, if folks, if you don't get the reference, we're gonna, we'll put it up on the Facebook. Uh, obviously, Earl's making a, a, a um, Hannibal Lecter reference there. Um, so <laughs> Yes, Clarice. <laughs> yes, Clarice. Yeah, and that's about as far as I can go with the quotes <laughs> without uh, the FCC coming after us. <laughs> uh, but Comey is a, is a guy who, uh, he bounced around. He, you know, he, did some, uh, he was a private uh, attorney. He did some, uh, some government attorney work and uh, then ended up there at the, uh, the, the, at the FBI and never, ever carried a firearm at any time during his career. Hmm. Not once. Not once. Uh, he wrote about it in his, in his little book there that you've been seeing him uh, 
uh, I, th- I think the title of the book, I think it's called Fake News. Or a book, <laughs> book of Lies. What is it? I forget what it Wait is. Wait a minute. Uh, CNN? <laughs> CNN, yeah. So he's, uh, he said, I was surrounded by armed people all day long. If I wasn't safe in the hands of the FBI, then our country was really in trouble. Now, throw this, throw this back to the problem we have with, with arming yourselves today, with concealed carry. Do you want to be the person that says, I'm going to rely on other people to take care of me? Or do you want to take care of yourself and your family? Yeah. Or, or even yeah. worse, do you want to put someone else's life on the line to protect you? Right. I find it very difficult. To me, it's really difficult. Yeah. If, if, for me to expect someone else, someone else's husband, someone else's wife, someone else's father, brother, right. what mother, whatever, if, I, if they are willing to put their life on the line to defend me, should I at least not be willing to defend myself? Yeah. You, why are you going to be the caveman that leaves the cave without the club? You know, you know why, would you, why would you make the other caveman have to you know, defend your family? Yeah, I mean, yeah. case in point that we experience personally, Kevin doesn't leave the cave without his club. Yeah. When he goes out with you and I, yeah. he may bring a smaller club, yeah. you know, relax a little bit, <laughs> right, but right, you know, exactly. at least he's got his own club. <laughs> uh, folks, stick around. we got uh, much more program to come up uh, here on the program, so uh, stick around. We'll see you after the break. This is no ordinary shotgun. Not with innovative dual tube magazines that hold a dozen 12 gauge rounds, plus one in the chamber. And in the one millionth of a second, when innovation ignites performance, the ordinary tactical shotgun became obsolete. Innovation, performance, Keltec. See more at keltecweapons.com. Hey, Mike, ready to go to lunch? No, not today. I'm going to get some trigger time in. You're going to the range? Nope. I'm going to train in the environment in which statistics say I'm most likely to have a violent encounter at work. Here in the office? Or at home. Trigger time? How can you have trigger time in the office or at home without shooting up the place? Easy. With my CERT SIRT training pistol from Next Level Training. Shooting paper targets at the range is good practice, but it's not the environment I'm in most of the time. With the rise in workplace violence, I vowed not to be a victim. Besides, I'm here all by myself, so why not? I have my CERT training pistol, and when practicing your draw from concealment, CERT is the safest and only way to go. CERT training pistol. I've heard about them. They look like a Glock, but they don't fire real bullets. Saves you money, huh? Yep, it sure does. How do I get mine? Log on to nextleveltraining.com slash armsroom and order yours today. The safest and easiest way to train in your own environment. Get ready. Stay ready with the CERT training pistol. Go online right now to nextleveltraining.com slash armsroom. Ever want to accessorize your tactical rifle? Then you want the tactical excellence of Gun Tech USA. Gun Tech, a family-owned and operated manufacturer of tactical accessories for AR-15, AR-10, and AK-47 style rifles. For nearly three decades, Gun Tech USA has been producing the finest quality pistol grips, rail systems, scope mounts, slings, compensators, flash hiders, hand guards, iron sights, and more. Check online at GunTechUSA.com to see their vast selection of parts and accessories and to locate a dealer near you. Whether you do your own gunsmithing or you have it done, when customizing your tactical rifle, insist on tactical excellence. Insist on GunTech USA parts. GunTech, a proud supporter of the Second Amendment, and friends of Arms Room Radio. Check them out online today at GunTechUSA.com. That's G-U-N-T-E-C-U-S-A.com. GunTechUSA. 
Defining tactical excellence for over 26 years. Thinking about buying an AR rifle? Maybe for hunting or home protection. There are a lot of them on the market. So why choose an arms room AR rifle? Well, one, they're made by veterans and first responders, people who know what it's like to depend on a rifle. Two, the arms room AR is made with the highest quality materials and standards. Your arms room AR may not ever be used to defend life and property, but if it comes to that, know it'll work right the first time, every time. Shop armsroom.com for their complete selection of AR rifles, pistols, parts, and accessories. That's armsroom.com, where veterans and first responders always receive 10% off. It's the Bill of Rights, not the Bill of Needs. I'm Alan Gottlieb, founder of the Second Amendment Foundation. When someone says we don't need that kind of gun, remind them the Founding Fathers determined what rights our Constitution should protect. There's a world of difference between rights and needs. It is not the function of government to tell us what we need or what we don't. Certainly no one needs an assault rifle or a Saturday Night Special, or for that matter, no one needs a Corvette with a high-capacity horsepower engine capable of speeds to 150 miles per hour. But in the hands of honest, responsible individuals, we have the right of choice. You have the right to read books others don't like. You have the right to listen to any radio program we choose. You have the right to dress the way we want to. We also have the right to own firearms of our choice. So the next time someone tells you, you don't need something, tell them. It's the Bill of Rights, not the Bill of Needs. Join the Second Amendment Foundation today so that this message and our Bill of Rights might live. Call 425-454-7012. That's 425-454-7012. You're listening to Arms Room Radio, live from the Caltech Studios. If you want to talk to the guys, go to armsroomradio.com and find out how. Arms Room Radio is on the air live, coast to coast. Now, here's Mike. The following segment is brought to you by Next Level Training. Check out Next Level Training and the CERT SIRT training pistol at nextleveltraining.com. Hey, welcome back to Arms Room Radio, coming to you live from the Keltech Studios, and welcome to the Next Level Training segment of the show. And be sure to check out our friends at Next Level Training, that's nextleveltraining.com, and get your very own CERT SIRT training pistol. You can choose from the Model 110, that's the one that looks like the Glock, the Model 107, that's the Smith & Wesson M&P style, the Pocket Pistol, the CERT AR Bolt, and the CERT AR Training Rifle. Don't have time to get your reps in? This is how you get time to get your reps in. That's nextleveltraining.com. And tell them Arms Room Radio sent you. Uh, hey, welcome back to the program. If you're just joining us today, uh, before the guys get to assault me too bad, I will that 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 departure, that outro there on the last. Hurry segment, up! We need to get get to this much more program on this program. I, I said, uh, join us back on the program <laughs> when we'll have more program for you. Uh, like I say we've we've kind of got uh, positions switched around. We get, we kind of got positions switched around today. Kevin not here. Uh, not Kevin's not here, and uh, and Craig Deleuze from the Firearms Policy Coalition sitting in with us. Oh yeah, blame me. No, 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 I'm not blaming you. I'm not blaming you. I'm not blaming you. He's a new guy. He not did blaming, it. Not blaming you at all. Yes, I am. Um, but we've uh, we've we've switched some positions around. Kevin gave us strict instructions. Nobody sits in his chair while he's gone. So you know we're we're making sure that happens. Uh, and we we have uh, the way the monitors are set here in the you give a little theater of mind. The way the monitors are set, I look forward. Uh, at, at, at the group of guys here and, uh, and, and speak into the microphone. Off to my right is, my, uh, is a monitor with my uh, story selections on it. And I have that story selections up with you know, what stories we're going to be going to and we're trying to get through before the end of the program. Well, I had, you know, it was the first segment and uh, I gave you, you, know, you know, how we start the program and I have my story selection there. And when I turned to look to the right and I said, join us on the program when we have 
I looked over. It wasn't up. <laughs> it, was, it, was, it wasn't up. There was, there was no time to correct. It's, you know, four seconds left in the segment, and uh, you, know, you just go, uh, welcome to the program. Or was he on a program where we're going to come back with more program? You know, so. <laughs> yep. Totally did it. Totally fell off the face of the earth right there. Face of the earth. Oh, you know what I did see this week? And we laughed. Every roll oh, yeah, down every the hill. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> ooh, um, ooh, he bounced good. Ah, uh, flat earthers. <laughs> you, know, you know the flat, the flat earthers? Uh-huh. I saw the meme this week that said the only thing flat earthers have to fear is the sphere itself. Oh, hey, join us on Arms Room Radio. Yeah. 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 We'll be yeah. bringing up flat earth jokes. Maybe they just yeah. sound better when you're on the radio, <laughs> <laughs> when you're listening on the radio. Yeah, if the earth was really flat, cats would have pushed everything off by now. That's right. <laughs> exactly right. Give me another. <laughs> Oh, boy. Uh, Academy Sports. This one actually happened up in uh, Tallahassee, Florida. Yes, sir. The sporting goods store that's not Dick's? Yes, exactly right. They are not Dick's there. Uh, they are, that's, def- that's, that's for sure. I actually just... Uh, that's across the street. I bought... Uh, well, that's, another, that's another segment, but uh, I, I, I got me a new grill. Yeah? I got me a new grill. Yeah, I got to show you some pictures. Post them up on the website. Nice. Got some grilling while arm going on. That's, nice. that's, that's, that's been happening. Welcome I to the club. I think I showed them to Greg last yes. night. Yeah. Yes, you did. Yeah, yeah. I've had... Uh, I've had smoked meats for about eight meals in a row. <laughs> it's, 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 it's going great. I've been trying to try and throw some vegetables in there just to, you know, throw them at the animals around the neighborhood <laughs> keep them away from the meats. Just tell me you didn't get it at Dick's. No, no, no smoked meats from Dick's. No, there you go. Oh, okay. no, 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 exactly right. So at Academy Sports, where they're not Dick's, uh, they, they, had a, they, had a, they had a manager up in Tallahassee, Florida, which mm-hmm. is the uh, capital of Florida for those that uh, don't, don't remember that. I knew that. Okay. Well, yeah, we, we should. We live in Florida. Right. We should. Just been there a couple of times. Like we know that the, the capital of uh, California is, is uh, Moscow. Is it? <laughs> well, I thought that, it was that, Stalingrad. Would, that would be Sacramento. Sacramento. Like, Sacramento. Ah, That's okay. it. Understood. Understood. Okay. It's not L.A.? It is, it is not Los Angeles. <laughs> no. Okay. Uh, Academy Sports fired a manager mm-hmm. after the manager tackled a guy trying to steal a gun magazines, and ammunition from the sporting goods section. Well, I guess it's all in the sporting goods section because it's Academy Sports, but from the firearms section. Mm. Uh, for those that have never been to an academy, and, and, and like Earl said, I, I listen, I, I actually uh, I have no problem with an academy because they didn't, uh, they weren't one of these, these, these uh, hypocritical places that decided guns are bad or assault rifles are bad or high-capacity magazines are bad. They said, uh, is it legal? Uh, we're we're going to sell it yeah. because we're... Right. We're in this uh, for profit and for uh, and and for people to be able to yeah, buy the firearm of their choice. Follow you know, it's up to them. Follow all existing laws, and there you go. Yep. Yeah. Exactly. So uh, this uh, this uh, manager there who last month helped catch a suspect allegedly trying to swipe a weapon was okay. suspended and later lost his job at the Florida business following the incident. Now he's uh, his name is uh, Dean Crouch. Uh, he's working there at the ta- at the a store in Tallahassee. This is just two weeks ago uh, when. This guy comes in, and I've got his—I get his name down here. But uh, he, what's his name? Why? What's his, his name? Is I oh, will get to it. We'll get to it. Uh, he tried to flee with the firearm. Uh, his name is Jason White. I'm sorry, Jason White tried to steal a gun. Now he he, he came okay. to the counter. So Jason is the thief. Jason and... White's the thief. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah, Jason White's the thief. Dean Crouch is the uh, the, the hero manager. The, the the thief tackler. Thief tackler. There you go. Thief right. tackler number one. Yep. Um, and he he you know he. he Gets, uh, gets somebody up there, and I don't mm-hmm. know if, uh, I'm not sure if Dean Crouch, the way the story reads, we're not sure if he was the one, the salesman at the time, or was just there in the department while it was going on. Okay. In the firearms department. 
And you know, can I see the firearm? Yeah, he takes a look at this firearm. Uh, you know, uh, you know, could see some ammo or whatever. And I don't know if there's a distraction technique. I don't know if you know the look strudel to Hindenburg or uh, a look a baby wolf. I don't know if he pulls one of those. Look, bunt yeah. cake. Yeah, bunt cake. I don't know if he pulls one of those out of his hat. But he manages to take take the firearm and everything else and throws it in the backpack and just heads for the front door. Wow, that's a big distraction Pretty, technique. Yeah, yeah, take right. all of it, throw it in a backpack, and <laughs> yeah, then run. Right? Huh? Somebody's not paying attention. Clearly not. Yes, so Mr. Crouch is uh, the assistant manager at the store. He's nearby when this is going on, and he hears employees yelling, Stop that guy. Okay. Well, you, you, know, so you know what he does? He stops him. Yeah, he stops that guy. Uh, he's got a forty caliber Glock that he, uh, he's running out with. Uh, and let's see, it's in Florida, so nice it'd be choice. a standard capacity magazine. You know, yeah, either yeah. 15 or 17 right. round gun. Yeah. It's well, 13. Well, actually, it's a 27. I, I, you know? I would say I, yeah. I read, read the article. It's a Glock 27. This okay. is a subcompact. Yep, yep. So that's uh, 10 plus one, yep. one in the chamber. There you go. There you go. It's still, still California compliant. Yeah. <laughs> Although it's probably not on the roster. <laughs> <laughs> the not unsafe handgun roster. Uh, the Tallahassee Police Department uh, arrested the suspect, wrote on Facebook that the employees detained a man who tried to run out of the store with a firearm ammunition, and a backpack, which were stolen from the business. Suspect also allegedly stole two pistols from a pawn shop earlier that same day, which means <laughs> they're in the car. <laughs> they're <laughs> yeah. in the car waiting for him. Yeah. So he, he he's obviously gotten away with this before. Yes. So yeah. the guy tackled him, Yes. which for you Tampa Bay fans, that, that's something you do when you stop somebody, keep them from going Whoa. somewhere. Oh, there you go. Yeah, what's your California football team there, Craig? Uh, I'm a Dallas Cowboy fan. <laughs> <laughs> Everything I like is out of California, <laughs> except for my family. <laughs> there you go. There you go. Uh, Academy, uh, they, they see that this goes on, and so they suspend him. They suspend Dean Crouch. Okay. Uh, he, listen, uh, we, we understand that you, uh, you tackled the guy who stole uh, one firearm for us, uh, from us, uh, the Academy Sports, and uh, two firearms from a uh, neighborhood pawn shop. But uh, that's, uh, that's, that's not what... Two, I would say. Two. Oh, two, from, yeah, two firearms from the pawn shop. Mm-hmm. And... That's uh, that's bad. So we're going to go ahead and right. suspend you, Mr. Dean Crouch. Right, because they have a policy that says you're not allowed to put your hands on a customer. Correct. Now, my guess is is that if he's stealing it, does that make him a customer? Uh, yeah, that's what I was going to say. He's, he's you know, a customer <laughs> is in the per, you know purchasing right. something. <laughs> right, right. He wasn't purchasing, so he's not a customer. Yeah, I, I, I believe he's he's declined his customer uh, privileges. Yeah, yeah, at that yeah. point. Yeah. One I, did, I no longer I no longer want to be a customer. Yeah. So yeah, he he goes out, uh, you know, tackles this guy. The Academy Sports suspends him, and then they fire him. And they they mm. say, yeah, just like Earl said, uh, you know, because he put his hands on a customer. Now this guy's got a wife, kids, the whole thing, you know, and mm-hmm. and he's gone because he decides, I'm going, I'm not going to let somebody get get out of here with a firearm. I, you know, this, yeah, this, he- this, this, this is a guy who's. You know, committing a felony with a firearm as it as it's going down in front of you. He's committing right. one crime with materials that could turn into much more tragic other crimes. When yeah, this guy's no. getting arrested, he tells the police, this, uh, this Mr. Mr. Well, not Mr. White, it's, uh, I guess we should call him uh, Suspect White. Uh, Suspect Jason White tells the police that uh, when he gets out, he's going to get another gun and shoot people. Okay. But yeah. Academy Sports says, yeah, we don't care. We don't care. We don't care that you probably prevented this guy from shooting up some people. We don't care. Hmm. Don't 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 care at all. So there's more to the story. Really? Mm. Yeah. As Kevin would say, there's a Paul Harvey. There's there is a Paul Harvey to the story. There uh, there's there's some more information that's come out uh, actually since we first started looking at this track of the story uh, earlier in the week. 
And uh, we're, we're going to give that part to you when we get back from the break. Oh, cliffhanger. <laughs> He's working on this. Yeah, so stick around. we got uh, more program coming up for you here on Arms Room Radio. started smoking when I was 13. I always thought when the time came, I could quit. No problem. Then at 28, I tried to go cold turkey and I found out how hard it really was. I made it all day without a smoke. <laughs> right until I met up with the guys. But I learned something that night. In fact, every time I tried to quit, there were more than a few, I learned a little more about what worked and what didn't work for me. And when I realized that I wasn't alone, that most people don't quit on their first or second attempt, I knew there was still hope. Today, I'm an ex-smoker. My only advice is to never, ever give up trying to quit. If you're trying to quit smoking, the American Lung Association is here to help every step of the way. Visit quitterinyou.org for tools, tips, and stories from smokers we've helped to finally quit for good. The American Lung Association. We support the quitter in you at quitterinyou.org. There are a lot of things teenagers hope for. Homecoming. Getting a cell phone. My first boyfriend. But the things they shouldn't have to hope for? Finding a home. Getting a family. Having someone to care about me. Over half of the 500,000 kids out there in need of foster care are 12 and up. They need a caring home just as much, maybe even more, as the littlest ones. If your heart is big enough for a bigger kid, take this chance and give them a chance. Kids Peace, your local children's charity, can match an older child with your family and provide training for their special needs, financial support, even a 24-hour support team that's just a phone call away. Their needs may be bigger, but so are the rewards. To find out more, contact Kids Peace at 1-866-4-KIDS-PEACE or visit fostercare.com. With a little more effort, you can make a huge difference in the life of a bigger kid. The need is growing, so call or click today. We all play a role in keeping our community safe. Every day, we move in and out of each other's busy lives. It's easy to take for granted all the little moments that make up our every day. Some are good, others not so much. But that's life. It's when something doesn't seem quite right that it's time to pay attention. Because only you know what's not supposed to be in your every day. So protect your every day. If you see something suspicious, say something to local authorities. Young men just don't seem to listen to the radio anymore. They're too busy with their earpods and TV games. It's iPods and video games? Whatever. Point is, young men are probably not listening to me right now, but they will listen to you. So I need you to remind them to register with Selective Service when they turn 18. It's an easy way to keep the door open to important benefits like college loans and government jobs. And it's the law. So please, feel free to remind them to go to SSS.gov or any post office to register. I heard that. Want to reduce your risk of heart disease, diabetes, and stroke? Simple. Eat right. This is registered dietitian nutritionist Melissa Dobbins. A healthy diet can mean a healthier you. So eat a variety of proteins each week. Seafood, lean meat, poultry, beans, and nuts. 
Fill half your plate with fruits and vegetables at every meal. Choose foods that are lower in calories, fat, and sodium. Limit your alcohol and maintain a healthy weight. Let a registered dietitian nutritionist help you achieve your goals. Find one near you at eatright.org. Did you know that 63% of homes contain allergens from cockroaches? And that mice spread potent asthma triggers found in 82% of homes? It's true. Common household pests are major offenders on the list of indoor allergens. Learn what you can do to help your family breathe easier. Visit PestWorld.org. A public service message from the National Pest Management Association and the Asthma and Allergy Foundation of America. You're listening to Arms Room Radio, live from the Caltech Studios. If you want to talk to the guys, go to armsroomradio.com and find out how. Arms Room Radio is on the air live, coast to coast. Now, here's Kevin. This segment of Arms Room Radio is brought to you by GunTech USA. For tactical excellence, check them out online at guntechusa.com. That's G-U-N-T-E-C-U-S-A. Hey, welcome back to Arms Room Radio. Uh, we're coming to you live. Hey, we've got a uh, good friend, Mr. Craig Deleuze from Firearms Policy Coalition, sitting with us today. Of course, uh, Earl, my right-hand man, is always here. Kevin is out on uh, the complete combatant training up in uh, the Atlanta, Georgia. I believe they're in uh, Marietta, Georgia, if I recall mm-hmm. correctly. So we'll, we'll we hopefully have Kevin on the program in the second hour, him and Brian Hill. Be able to call in, so we'll be able to talk to them. Nice. Uh, hey, if you uh, if you're listening to us last segment, uh, you, you know you know we're going to talk about. It. If you weren't, you just happen to you know change through the dials and get to us. We're talking about uh, Academy Sports and Academy Sports. We know that they're not Sports Authority and they're not Dicks. So we, we they're Academy. They're Academy. And they're, listen, if you've never been to Academy Sports, and I know they're only I think they're Midwest Southeast. They're really nice. Mm-hmm. They, you know they've got when you when you think about a sporting goods store, they have sporting goods. You know this is yeah. not this is not just a running store or a place for fishing mm-hmm. gear. This is, you know, uh, all, all kinds of sporting goods. It's, it's got a good mix of everything in there. Uh, and I'm not trying to give them a shameless plug, but, you know, it's, yeah, it's, it's a large version of mom-and-pop sporting goods stores. You know? Yeah, there's one by my house, and every now and then I'll walk through there, and it's like, is there anything in here I need? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Ooh, good, ooh, ooh. good yeah, barbecue grill that. section, too. Barbecues yeah. and all the, the accessories and the, mm-hmm. the rubs. and mm-hmm. the, uh, Love a good Academy rub. So we, uh, we oh hey, got, well, family program. That could go wrong. Family so, program. That could go wrong in so many. Guys ways. are so perverted. <laughs> All right, to the uh, so the, this academy sports. If you recall, yes. they had uh, a, uh, the, the manager, Mr. Dean Crouch, of Tallahassee, Florida, stops a bad guy running out with a with a gun that is stolen from the counter. Uh, they find two other be- uh, guns outside in the vehicle. They 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 uh, they tie him into two other firearm thefts from a pawn shop earlier in that day. Academy says, "Nope, you touched the customer." And as the point the the good gentleman in the room here made, uh, Craig and Earl, yeah, I think you stop becoming a customer when you steal from us. So yeah. where's the liability in touching the customer if he's not a customer anymore? Mm-hmm. So he gets fired. He gets fired. Well, there's, of course, it hits the hits the social media, the uh, the Instasnaps and the, the MySpaces and the all Weber that. The Webernets. The Webernets hits it all. <laughs> and they, uh, they it, 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 it all comes back around. It all the comes MySnap. back around. MySnap. <laughs> yep, yep. No, I'm and not snapping your snap. They... Academy Sports puts out a uh, a press release, and, and it's so corny the way they word it. I mean, we appreciate what they've done. I, uh-huh. I know Mr. Crouch does, but it says, "I am pleased to report," you know, like like they were waiting for you know the you know surgery to be over to find mm-hmm. out if it was successful or not. I'm pleased to report 
that the head of Academy Sports and Outdoors store spoke with Mr. Crouch and offered him his job back, and Mr. Crouch accepted. Wonderful. Shouldn't have happened in the first place. Exactly. Shouldn't have happened in the first place, you know. We're announcing that we're doing the right thing after doing the wrong thing. (laughs) Yeah, right, right. Yeah, good on us. Yeah, exactly right. Earl, you said uh, as we went into the break, you had you had a good technique for uh, for for dealing with yeah, this. Yeah, if, if I'd have been like the I don't know district manager, or whatever, you know, I was like, yeah, sorry, you know, going according to policy, you know, you touched a customer, so I have to let you go, so you're fired. By the way, I've got a recent opening. Do you know anybody that's looking for a job? <laughs> it, it pays a little more than your last yeah, job, yeah. though. You know, there you go. <laughs> hours are a little better. And <laughs> Signing bonus. Yeah. 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 There you exactly go. right. Exactly right. So. Mr. Uh, Jason White, or bad guy Jason White, again, threatens to shoot people. He tells the police he's going to get a gun. He's going to shoot people. When he gets out, he's going to shoot more people. I guess there's, uh, he's having problems in his neighborhood, and he says, I need the gun so I can shoot people that are causing problems. Yeah, okay. So he gets, that means he's going to shoot himself. Yeah, well, yeah, exactly. Yeah, once you become the problem, it, it seems kind of obvious. So this, yeah. So Mr. Uh, Mr. I gotta get rid of him. I'm just, I'm just so polite. I'm just such a polite guy. Bad guy. Bad guy. Jason White gets taken to jail. Bad uh-huh. guy. Jason White gets to go in front of the judge, and bad guy. Jason White tells the judge the same thing. Uh, I admit it. I stole the gun. I will steal again when I get out of jail. Mm-hmm. So they, uh, you know, they they let him go on a five hundred dollars bond. <laughs> Why am I not surprised? <laughs> oh, gosh. So that, that's how y'all roll here. I, I thought this is sounding awfully like, awful hey, lot hey, like California. At, at least we haven't. Look, done, I thought know, I was We just gave him this. a, a cheaper least, bond. It's still a criminal a charge. <laughs> you got, went out there and changed laws. And, oh, okay. That's not a criminal charge anymore. Yeah. According to the Leon County Clerk of the Court's website, uh, Judge Smith, Judge J. Smith, Set White's bond at five thousand dollars. Now, five thousand dollar bond, and for those not in Florida, means if you come up with five ten percent in cash, you get your bond. You get your bond, and the bondsman will give it to you. Uh, you know, of course, you have to have some uh, collateral or something like that to cover the rest of it. But it's ten percent. So for five hundred dollars, this guy gets to go out, even though he's threatened to shoot and steal and, uh, and and commit more crimes, and they let him out. This is a guy that's listen. If you say I'm going to steal again and I'm going to shoot people. I believe that would be a, hmm, what happened down there? What happened down in Parkland? And they refused to do anything because they ignored it. Oh, that's uh, right. See something, say something? Yeah, yeah. And uh, <laughs> He did this, say something. Yeah, right. he, yeah, he, yeah and he said it to the judge. Yeah. <laughs> he said it to the judge and nothing you know, happened. He c- so. cut out all the middlemen. You know, you know there's no, no possibility, the, well, the operator, whoever, you know, you know called a, a phone bank and somebody wrote it down wrong or something. No, he, you know. That's where the you know the buck stops with the judge. They got the information direct. Yeah, cut it's, him loose. It's yeah, it's a listen. Stay out of Leon County. <laughs> you know, it's we'll say that right or, to, or right them. Stay out of Leon County unarmed. There you there go. You go. There you go. Yeah, don't be caught uh, dead in a gun-free zone. And this because uh-huh. this guy's running around. This is this is this is exactly why you need to be taking care of yourself. You need to be carrying your own club when you leave your cave. You need to be worried about your family because you've got the justice system uh, failing us here. You've got. Uh, Academy Sports made it right, but uh, you know you you have uh, the initial termination of a guy who tried to make your community safer. So hopefully, again, like you said, that maybe this guy got a little signing bonus, a little, you know, a little free agent bonus mm-hmm. coming back in there. You know? Well, it's just sad that that once again that they their first instinct was to do the wrong thing. Yes, civil liability. He attacks somebody, so we've got to protect ourselves. Yeah. 
cut ties from him. Yeah, that's it's exactly right. Craig, you said it exactly right. You know, their their first inclination mm-hmm. was to do the wrong thing. Yeah, we're not worried about this guy. We're not worried about this guy. We're not worried about his family. We're not worried about that. He, how many people he just saved? How many firearms were recovered? We gotta, we gotta, because we might get sued by the bad guy. Well, and there was I, okay. So, so you you put him on paid leave while you wait and see what happens. Right. And if it turns out to to be bad, then then you let him go. Right. But. They, first of all, they suspend him, which is, okay, number one, you did something wrong. Yeah. And then on top of that, they then fire him. Yeah. It, what, was, what was the right? You couldn't wait to get all of the information? Yeah. yeah. I, yep, absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah, but uh, so far, things look good for Mr. Crouch, uh, and now things are looking good for bad guy uh, Jason White because uh, he's free to go do it again after the judge let him out. Uh, hey, listen, we've got a couple minutes left in, uh, in, in this segment. Uh, I want to jump into some California stuff, but uh, Craig, before we get there, uh, let's let's talk about what it takes for 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 people to get or, or California concealed weapons permits uh, or, or firearms owners permits in California. It, it it varies greatly because of the counties and the cities there. Yes, yeah, so in in California, you don't have to get a permit to own a firearm. Uh, all you really have to do is you have to pass a firearm safety exam, which is, I mean passage rate on it is, is relatively high. Right. Um, but other than that, you know, you go through, you go through the background check. So we have a full blown background check. You have a 10 day waiting period, uh, and 10 days, 10 days wow. for both long guns and for both long guns and handguns, Jeez. 10 days, 10 days. And so usually you don't get it till the 11th day. Right. Okay. <laughs> sure. Sure. Yeah. And does this, does yeah. this include uh, weekends and holidays? Uh, yes, it does include weekends. Oh, okay, oh, okay, okay. okay. But what's even crazier about it is literally you can walk into a gun store, you can have your concealed carry permit, you can walk into a gun store with a gun on your hip, right? Go in to buy a gun, right? And you still have to wait ten days. <laughs> so we don't want to comply with the federal standard. We'd like to make up our own nonsense. Yeah, well, that's how we California. roll in California. So now to get a concealed carry permit, uh, now it depends on which county you're in because it's done. It's it's. Uh, it's May issue, right. but it's done at the discretion of the chief law enforcement officer, so whether it's a city or a county. Okay. Most cities don't issue concealed carry permits. Okay. Mostly it's the county sheriff that does it. Okay. And it's all based on uh, two things, good cause, right. uh, whether or not they believe you have good cause, and then good cause. moral character. Mm. Good moral character generally well, isn't an issue. So like, that means you don't have one. Yeah, uh, <laughs> I know in San Diego, it's I also, happen to have one. San Diego, it's also based on uh, how much you contribute to the sheriff's re-election campaign. Yeah. Well, well, there, that's where the discretion comes oh, in. Oh, gotcha. Okay. Well, that's in the some, ca- sheriff, in some counties, actually, in uh, 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 was that is that LA County? Lee Baca, yeah, was who's now doing jail time. Right. Uh, he wound up having to go to jail for doing favors like right. for having discretion yeah, donors, yeah. stuff like that. <laughs> Um, but it's all done at the discretion. So you have right. some you have some sheriffs like uh, Sacramento County Sheriff, right. who who basically will as long as you can pass the background check, right, and you take the cl- the, the required coursework. He's doing it. Uh, you, you it'll be issued to you. Pro You have some Pro like like uh, uh, San Francisco, yeah, who's issued a grand total of four. Yeah, yeah, and they're all people with the same last name. Exactly. Yeah. Hey, folks, stick around. We got more program. We get back. We'll be talking a little bit more about uh, California news with Mr. Craig Deleuze. The Keltec PMR30 is no run-of-the-mill 22 Magnum lightweight pistol, not with its unique hybrid blowback system and 30-round magazine. 
So when you get a rush from that one millionth of a second, when innovation ignites performance, brace yourself. There's 29 more. Innovation. Performance. Keltech. See more at keltechweapons.com. Hey, Mike, ready to go to lunch? No, not today. I'm going to get some trigger time in. You're going to the range? Nope. I'm going to train in the environment in which statistics say I'm most likely to have a violent encounter. At work. Here in the office? Or at home. Trigger time? How can you have trigger time in the office or at home without shooting up the place? Easy. With my CERT SIRT training pistol from Next Level Training. Shooting paper targets at the range is good practice, but it's not the environment I'm in most of the time. With the rise in workplace violence, I vowed not to be a victim. Besides, I'm here all by myself, so why not? I have my CERT training pistol, and when practicing your draw from concealment, CERT is the safest and only way to go. CERT training pistol. I've heard about them. They look like a Glock, but they don't fire real bullets. Saves you money, huh? Yep, it sure does. How do I get mine? Log on to nextleveltraining.com slash armsroom and order yours today. The safest and easiest way to train in your own environment. Get ready. Stay ready with the CERT training pistol. Go online right now to nextleveltraining.com slash armsroom. Ever want to accessorize your tactical rifle? Then you want the tactical excellence of GunTech USA. GunTech, a family-owned and operated manufacturer of tactical accessories for AR-15, AR-10, and AK-47 style rifles. For nearly three decades, GunTech USA has been producing the finest quality pistol grips, rail systems, scope mounts, slings, compensators, flash hiders, hand guards, iron sights, and more. Check online at GunTechUSA.com to see their vast selection of parts and accessories and to locate a dealer near you. Whether you do your own gunsmithing or you have it done, when customizing your tactical rifle, insist on tactical excellence. Insist on GunTech USA parts. GunTech, a proud supporter of the Second Amendment and friends of Arms Room Radio. Check them out online today at GunTechUSA.com. That's G-U-N-T-E-C-U-S-A.com. GunTech USA. Defining tactical excellence for over 26 years. Thinking about buying an AR rifle? Maybe for hunting or home protection. There are a lot of them on the market. So why choose an arms room AR rifle? Well, one, they're made by veterans and first responders, people who know what it's like to depend on a rifle. Two, the arms room AR is made with the highest quality materials and standards. Your arms room AR may not ever be used to defend life and property, but if it comes to that, know it'll work right the first time, every time. Shop armsroom.com for their complete selection of AR rifles, pistols, parts, and accessories. That's armsroom.com, where veterans and first responders always receive 10% off. You're listening to Arms Room Radio, live from the Caltech Studios. Got a question for the guys? You can call, tweet, email, or message them by going to armsroomradio.com. Now, more Arms Room Radio, live coast to coast, with Mike and the guys and the Caltech Studios. Hey, welcome back to the program. You're listening to Arms Room Radio coming to you live from the Caltech Studios. And this is the Hometown Heroes Alliance segment of the program dedicated to helping injured, hurt, and wounded heroes and the families of fallen heroes through adventures, compassion, and care. Check them out and get involved and make a donation today at hometownheroesalliance.org. That's hometownheroesalliance.org. 
Hey, uh, welcome back to the program. Uh, for those of you just joining us, I'm uh, joined in the room by Mr. Craig Deleuze from the Firearms Policy Coalition. Uh, they're out of California, but Craig, it's more than just California that you guys uh, you guys take care of out there. Yes, we actually have lobbyists on the ground in California, Washington, Oregon, and Nevada, and, and they're looking to expand into some other states as well as Washington D.C. So we and we do and we do run also grassroots legislative drills in multiple in multiple other states. If you need assistance with the Lobbyists or people that want to help in uh, Nevada, feel free to give me a call. Uh, I've got no problem. I, 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 I've been there a couple of times now. Starting to like the state of Nevada. Uh, yeah, I love, the, I love the. I actually like the weather. Actually, like the weather. I like that uh, high desert. Stay away from me with the, the all that uh, crazy humidity like we have here. Uh, you're here in uh, we're, here, we're here in Central Florida right now, folks. This is where this is where the program comes to you from. Craig has uh, been joining us here. And uh, it's uh, the humidity here is I, did, I just checked it. It's 182 percent. It's it's uh, <laughs> yeah. It's a uh, it's it's, it's up there. It's up there. Yeah. That's just the humidity. With yeah. the wind chill though, it comes down to like 181. Yeah. So it's yeah. it's all right. Okay. It's all right. Mm-hmm. Good. Uh, Craig, I, I want to talk to you about uh, what's going on there with the Department of Justice and the California Department of Justice mm-hmm. and your uh, your Attorney General. Uh, the the Fire Policy Coalition is a. Uh, is you know you're doing a little uh, little little uh, happenings this week going on? Yes, the we have once again had to sue the California California's Attorney General Javier Becerra. Uh, this is a guy who, for some reason, seems to forget that he's not he doesn't not part of the legislative branch anymore. Right. And he seems to want to create law, uh, but it, so we have we have now we have these bullet button fire bullet button ARs right, right. and uh, and AKs these new assault weapons that were supposed to be registered by June 30th. And we talked about this uh, two, three weeks ago, right before right. It, where it came up, or actually it was the day before. I think we talked about it on June 30th, uh, and, and that uh, you, you guys had the registry. They had to, yes. had to get done into the computer by, by midnight on the 30th. Right. And, well, as people were trying to register their firearms that, that week leading up to it, uh, in many cases the system kept crashing. And now, this is nothing new, by the way. They, they, the California Department of Justice is horrible at managing databases or computer programs, which is why we keep giving them to them to handle. Yeah, because they're handling them so well. In fact, Earl, I believe we made several <laughs> jokes about their ability to keep the site from being hacked and working. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah exactly. So it was bad. So people were, they were constantly being logged out. They weren't able to pay in order to pay for their registration. Uh, then on top, then then even with that, in some cases there were reports where people would be logged out and they'd log back in and they'd get someone else's screen, and so now all of a sudden they're looking at someone else's social security number, home address, uh, looking Wonderful. at their firearms. I mean it. Yeah. It it was a hot it was a hot ghetto mess. Right. And yeah. uh, and needless to say, Javier Becerra said absolutely nothing about any of it, as he issues you know multiple press releases every day. Yeah, uh, I just think if he spent a little less time trying to sue Donald Trump and a little bit more time actually doing his job, uh, maybe stuff like this wouldn't happen. So we filed suit against Javier Becerra because now these people, they are literally criminals if they are in possession of these firearms. They can't register them. Right. They, they can't register them. They can't even, if they, unless they know how to modify them themselves, well, they're really not supposed to even be in possession of them. So if... It, hopefully, they if they weren't able to register them before the the, the midnight on the thirtieth, they went out and they they got the stuff to make their firearm featureless. So I'm going to believe that that is the case. What if one of the quotes here is uh, <laughs> many people, including our clients, did everything they could to comply with the law and avoid criminal liability. They used updated web browsers, hardware, different devices, and even did internet speed tests 
to make sure it wasn't a problem on their end. The DOJ, the California DOJ's crashed system is a reflection of their cascading failures to build a system and allow people to register their guns before the July 1st deadline if that's what they wanted to do. Well, and, and, and here's the thing. I don't know if you remember, a little less than a year ago, they actually had put out the, uh, the names and addresses of, of FFLs who were, who were firearm trainers. Right. Sent that, sent that information out to the public. Right. I mean, they have absolutely no care for gun owners. They don't care if they wind up making you in violation of the law. In fact, as a part of this register, and we talked about this a couple of weeks ago, you had people who were registering their firearms thinking they were doing the legal thing come to find out DOJ didn't like something they saw in the pictures, and they sent agents out to go and arrest these people for trying to comply with the law. Folks, if you don't think confiscation is happening around the country, just look to California right now. In real time, it's occurring, and it's occurring in the steps we have told you about for years, and more than just, you know, Earl and I and Kevin and everybody sitting in the room, as all Second Amendment proponents have been telling you for years, the first thing they're going to do is tell you they want to register them for your safety. Mm -hmm. For your safety. That way we know where they are. We know what can happen. Then they're going to come up with these restrictions on them. Then they're going to want you to put photos in there. Then they're going to decide that photo doesn't meet the standard. Then they come knocking on the door, all because they told you, we just want you to register them because mm -hmm. it's, you know, it's for safety. It's for the children. Don't worry, I'm safe. I know exactly where mine are. Exactly right. Exactly right. So this is it. This is happening in real yes. time. People that were law-abiding citizens on June 30th are getting knocks on the door July 1st. We're coming for your gun. It, 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 as a matter of fact, they are. And here's the even crazier thing. So they issued these, these regulations on what is, a, a, what is this new class of firearm or, or class of assault weapon. Right. Well, they've had to, they've had to pull back those regulations sure. because they well they violated the law they they the <laughs> we're problem gonna, was we're gonna make a law the yeah, law they passed <laughs> the law they passed was a like i said it was a hot ghetto mess yeah and so they left it to the doj to try and fix it right and doj is like okay well these things need to be in place so we'll just declare them to be so right and yeah that that's 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 not your job you, you don't works. get to do that yeah. they they matter of fact javier becerra just lost a lawsuit to us right on another issue where the courts, the, the California, a California appellate court, three judges unanimously told Javier Becerra, you can't do that. You don't get to just make stuff up. Right. And yet here he is doing it again. Not only is he, not only is he just making it up, he's doing a very bad job at it. Yeah. You know, maybe if he was cooler at it. You know. Oh, he's very, he's, he's very cool. <laughs> he is, he is Obama cool. Let me tell you. <laughs> but what he, what he's not is very smart. Or very good at his job. We, we went on to the, uh, the California Department of Justice registration website a couple weeks back. And if I recall, this was, it's, it was pushed back, too. The Ju July 1st wasn't the original date. It was, it was January, and there was, there was problems well, then. They didn't, even have the, they didn't even have the system up. Uh, right, right. So there's, there's, there's mm -hmm. continuous issues yeah, on this. this is all we got. <laughs> oh, and, and by the way... Did, did I tell you that, that now they're going to be having, by January 1st, they're going to be doing background checks on ammunition. And they still yeah, yeah. have no idea right. how that's going to work. We went to the site, uh, and this was, well, we've been sitting here June 30th. So this is the, this is the last day of the six-month period that they finally got the website up to do. And it said right on there, click here for, to see if your weapon is an assault weapon or if your weapon needs a registration. And when you clicked on it, it said, this page under construction. 
(laughs) (laughs) So up until the day of final registration, people didn't know if their guns need to be registered because they haven't defined what the assault weapon is. Well, we did get, you know, recently, we'll talk about that next hour. Uh, We know that the term weapon of war is no longer an accurate weapon. We know, we, we know now what a weapon of war is defined as, thanks to still a Second Amendment uh, Foundation lawsuit, but uh, we'll, we'll, we'll get to that on, in, in the next hour. But yeah, this is uh, California, can't figure it out. Can't no, figure it out. no, they can't, and, and it's one of the reasons why we keep pushing so hard to push the president, fill those. Right now, there are, are eight or nine vacancies in the Ninth Circuit, and we're realizing more and more that if we're going to have success, it's going to be in the courts. And if it's going to happen in the courts, we need to make sure that the Ninth Circuit more reflects yeah. uh, a be- people who actually believe in the Second Amendment. Correct. Uh, because these cases are going to come up through that. Now, even if he filled every single one of those, it's not going to become a conservative circuit. But at least it's going to be relative, a lot more fair than it is right Correct. now. Correct. And on top of it, you're going to see cases right now that are, are, are taking years. We have one case that just got denied by the Supreme Court. It literally took like six years. It's uh, Peruta. Yeah. Uh, no, no, no. I'm not even talking about Peruta. I'm talking about okay. Teixeira. Oh, Teixeira, This yes, was a yes. case okay. where we just yeah. wanted to go to court and make our case. And they're right. like, yeah, no. Uh, folks, listen, we got uh, more program coming up for you after the next hour. Well, after the break, we'll be back with you next hour. So, so stick around. Until then, please, please, please exercise your Second Amendment rights responsibly. If you're not ready, get ready. If you are ready, stay ready. Remember, keep your head on a swivel. Maybe you'll get past the word bullpup. Maybe you'll be impressed with 11 innovations, like our patented downward shell ejection. But in the one millionth of a second it takes for innovation to ignite performance, it'll make you a believer. The Caltech RDB, the bullpup done right. Innovation, performance, Caltech. See more at caltechweapons.com. Hey everyone, this is Mike from Arms Room Radio. Do you have a CERT SIRT laser training pistol? If you don't have a CERT laser training pistol from Next Level Training, then you're wrong and probably ISIS. But you don't have to take my word for it, but you better listen to what Major Bill has to say. This is Major Bill, the Chief Law Enforcement Officer of Arms Room Radio. Do you want to get your daily trigger pulls in? The CERT laser training pistol is how you get your daily trigger pulls in. Get one now at nextleveltraining.com or you're just not a real American. That's nextleveltraining.com. Tell them the guys from Arms Room Radio sent you. America! It's Arms Room Radio, live from the Caltech Studios, with Mike and his team from the Arms Room. Conceal and carry, gun safety, the law, the latest gear and more. You'll get it all right here, and you can connect with these guys right now. Call, tweet, email, or message them by going to armsroomradio.com. Arms Room Radio is on the air live, coast to coast. Now, here's Mike. Hey, welcome to Arms Room Radio, where we promise to bring you all things gun, all the gun time. My name is Mike. I am the host of the program and the lead guitarist and driver of the Winnebago for the rest of the show here today. Hey, let me go around the room real quick. On my right, the right-hand man, the great, 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 great grandson of Daniel Boone. Please welcome back. His name is Earl. Talk to corporate. Approve memos. Lead a workshop. Remember birthdays. 
I remember when we first went to the two-hour show, that break seemed so long. Yeah. And I was like, oh, back already? Yeah, yeah, exactly right. Exactly right. Like, I think we, I think we mentioned it before. It's, a, it's enough time for where you think you can go to the bathroom and get back in time, but you can't. <laughs> <laughs> so we, get, we had to, like, draw straws to see who gets to go just in case, uh, in case we don't get back in time. Uh, it's a bathroom is gives us down the hall, turn right, go up the stairs, shimmy down the fire escape. <laughs> then there's the uh, construction zone, hop across uh-huh. the pit, come back, and uh, reverse it in backwards order. And then you come on yeah. back. No, got, got to wash so. your hands. Oh, got to go Dang back. Got to go down the hall. Got to turn right. Got to go. Uh, hey, uh, uh, normally uh, Mr. Kevin Maxwell, uh, legal ninja, the courtroom assassin, would be here. But he is not today. He's actually off at the com, uh, the complete combatant. Wow, say that one a couple times real quick. Speed it out. <laughs> the complete combatant. Uh, he's uh, you know, folks. We've had him on here. Mr. Brian Hill is the uh, owner. Brian and Shelley Hill up there at the complete combatant up in uh, Marietta, Georgia. Kevin's actually taking the class. A complete combatant is going on today and tomorrow up there. It's, listen, it's sold out. Uh, you know, you, you can't get in. Uh, you know, this was one of those courses that happened ahead of time. He also was there yesterday for. Uh, Mr. Uh, John Correa, he, he, he wrote uh, uh, Active's Self-Protections Lessons Learned from Watching 12,000 Gunfights. Uh, and he had, a, he had a seminar going on yesterday afternoon. Kevin was there for that. And Kevin's also up there for today's class and uh, tomorrow's class. So uh, check out our friends at The Complete Combatant. That's thecompletecombatant.com. Uh, and you can, you can take part in this training, too. It's one of the top uh, places in the southeast. I mean, people come all over the country to go there. So, I mean, you know, going to see Brian and Shelley's... Uh, uh, facility there is, is amazing. So, uh, you know, please, uh, please check them out at thecompletecombatant.com. Hey, I was watching on the old, uh, the old television show this week. I, I got a little, actually, I got a little, a little text, a little, oh my God, Magnum PI is coming back to TV. <laughs> Reruns? No, no, that's what I thought. I thought, man, listen, you could put, you could put that show from, what was it, from 80 to 88 it was on? But that show, prime time, Tuesday night, Wednesday night, whatever it is, 9 o'clock, 10 o'clock, and that thing would be a hit. It would be in the yeah. top two or three. That show. Don't need to do anything different. No. Don't need to go back and modify it. That show. You could do it. This is a new one. This is a remake. This is going to be uh. like, um, I, I, my, listen, that was my initial fear, exactly like yours. Exactly like yours was, okay. Remember when the new Hawaii Five O came out? Uh-huh. You're like, well, it's got the music. It's got everything. I got I to gotta check this out. I got to see what it's like. And I watched like a, a couple of shows, and I really wanted to try and watch it. And I like the actors on it. I like, you know, uh, who's it? Uh, Scott Kahn's on there, mm-hmm. you know, and uh, uh, Daniel Day Kim, I think, is, is one of the other ones. And I forget the guy who plays McGarrett, but good group. But it's just cornball from go. You know, it's just, listen, we're jumping the shark in the first five minutes here. You know, they were just uh. literally just, they, they've gone crazy with it. <laughs> I thought, no, this is Magnum P.I. I'm going to give this a shot. I'm going to watch it. Well, the trailer came out for it this week. Oh, yeah? I didn't have to get halfway into it before I realized I was like, who's this guy? Why is this guy? What is this guy doing? What is this guy doing? And, and then somebody called him Thomas. Somebody called him Magnum. Oh. And he doesn't have a mustache. Ugh. Uh, done. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Uh, out. Uh, out, right? Pretty much. Right? I mean, even listen, when they did Hawaii 5 over, Hawaii 5 over, they made sure the guy had good hair, you know? Yeah. Because that was Jack Lord's thing, you know, uh-huh. the, the, the hair, you know? And now they want to have a new Thomas Magnum without a mustache. Um, you got to go, buddy. Uh, Done. Out. Out. Couldn't couldn't take it. Listen, I don't care if they made a woman be Thomas Magnum. Gotta have the mustache. <laughs> right? That's the that's the thing. Well, it could be fake. She could hold it up in front, you know. Uh, 
But, you know, they'd have to make a joke or something about it. But this guy doesn't have it. There's no excuse to have a guy playing Thomas Magnum. Listen, the mustache is still out there. He's the, he's the police commissioner in New York. Just borrow it for yes. a couple of episodes. Mm-hmm. You know? there you go. Have him make a cameo. Done. Yeah. Just have, have his mustache. His mustache gets bookings. I didn't, I've never <laughs> ever seen that. Have you ever heard him tell the story? His mustache gets a lot of bookings and autograph requests. <laughs> it's, it's a, you, you, you can't do it. You, you have to do it. Uh, all right. Uh, where, where, where are we at? Here we, got, uh, we got some time left. I want to I give you, uh, if you need to get a hold of us, or the best place for them to go to get a hold of us is, uh, is the emails still? Yeah. You, we're like looking at the emails. I know they can mm-hmm. go to the Facebook, mm-hmm. which is facebook.com slash armsroomradio. Yes. Okay. Uh, they, can, they can hit us on the Twitters. When you're not suspended. Yeah. You know what? I'm glad you mentioned that. Uh, I'm not suspended from Twitter this week. I did just have my first suspension on another social media platform that I've never had. <laughs> I've never had it happen to me before. Uh, luckily, we have somebody that does the social media on the radio show, and uh, she was able to put all of that information out, like Craig being here and everything else. Uh, otherwise, I, I kept for like two, three days. I'm like, what's going on here? I don't know. I don't understand what's going on. But I was suspended from the from the from the Facebook. I was out. Done. Ah, the out. Zuckerbots got you. Yeah, they did. They got me. They got me. I was I was out. And uh, so, but you can you can get us there. Uh, you can you, I I could see it was like torture too. If you've ever been to Facebook jail, because they still let you see what's going on, and you start scrolling through, and you're like, oh, that's good. I'll just hit like, and it goes, nah, nope, <laughs> you're not allowed to like. Do. You're suspended. No, no, no posting. No, uh, no liking. No, no Facebook for you. Yeah, exactly right. <laughs> They're like, just just deny me access. You know, it's it's literally like torture. It's like looking at the food when you're starving, but you can't break through the glass. You know, <laughs> <laughs> it's worse when people post stupid stuff and you want to call them an idiot. Oh yeah, yeah. And then you can't. Exactly I mean, right. Yeah, yeah. So I, I I got to I got to experience that one. So uh, so so please, if you want to get a hold of us, uh, I know my my Twitter is uh, at. Arms Room Mike at Arms Room Mike and Earl, you're at Arms Room Earl at Arms Room Earl. And uh, folks, if you are oh, Craig, where, how do people get a hold of Craig and the Firearms Policy Coalition? Oh, firearmspolicy.org or uh, facebook.com forward slash gun policy. There you go. That's that's how you reach you reach our, our good friend Craig. Uh, we had a, we had another country break into the uh, top countries listening to us around, around the world. Oh, yeah. Um, we have we have the typicals. We have the, we have Netherlands, Cambodia and France. Uh, I'm sorry. Netherlands is the new one. We have uh, United Kingdom, Cambodia, and France, but the Netherlands has jumped on as one of our top uh, mm. listening countries over the past seven days. Uh, Craig, I don't know if you've uh, heard this. We talked about it last week. Maybe it was the week before. We've got evidently uh, got a big following going on in Cambodia, and uh, can't can't place it. Can't uh, can't get them to answer. Can't get them to email us. Can't get them to uh, uh, you know tweet us or whatever. And the uh, nearest we can figure is they've printed, they've figured out some way to, to use our show to line bird cages. <laughs> it's, it's, other, other, other than that, I'm not, I'm not sure what's going on. But uh, we've got, uh, got some, uh, some good friends uh, joining us out there in, in Cambodia. And uh, we had some good, uh, got some people in Nam Din, Vietnam that have been uh, listening here recently as well. So San Jose, California, big town, big town. El Monte, California, big town for us. This is an international show. I'm, I'm honored to be here. I didn't know it myself <laughs> until I started read, reading our stats. They give you the book, and you're like, well, let me see what we got here. And you start reading it, and you're like, wow, are you sure this is us? It's yeah. Uh, hey, folks, stick around. we got more program coming up for you. We'll see you in a moment.
The Keltec Sub-2000 semi-automatic rifle is sure to arouse your curiosity, not just because it's foldable and adjustable, but because it can take most popular handgun magazines. So in that one millionth of a second, when innovation ignites performance, curiosity turns to pure adrenaline. Innovation. Performance. Keltec. See more at keltecweapons.com. Hey, Mike, ready to go to lunch? No, not today. I'm going to get some trigger time in. You're going to the range? Nope. I'm going to train in the environment in which statistics say I'm most likely to have a violent encounter at work. Here in the office? Or at home. Trigger time? How can you have trigger time in the office or at home without shooting up the place? Easy. With my CERT SIRT training pistol from Next Level Training. Shooting paper targets at the range is good practice, but it's not the environment I'm in most of the time. With the rise in workplace violence, I vowed not to be a victim. Besides, I'm here all by myself, so why not? I have my CERT training pistol, and when practicing your draw from concealment, CERT is the safest and only way to go. CERT training pistol. I've heard about them. They look like a Glock, but they don't fire real bullets. Saves you money, huh? Yep, it sure does. How do I get mine? Log on to nextleveltraining.com slash armsroom and order yours today. The safest and easiest way to train in your own environment. Get ready. Stay ready with the CERT training pistol. Go online right now to nextleveltraining.com slash armsroom. Ever want to accessorize your tactical rifle? Then you want the tactical excellence of Gun Tech USA. Gun Tech, a family-owned and operated manufacturer of tactical accessories for AR-15, AR-10, and AK-47 style rifles. For nearly three decades, Gun Tech USA has been producing the finest quality pistol grips, rail systems, scope mounts, slings, compensators, flash hiders, hand guards, iron sights, and more. Check online at GunTechUSA.com to see their vast selection of parts and accessories and to locate a dealer near you. Whether you do your own gunsmithing or you have it done, when customizing your tactical rifle, insist on tactical excellence. Insist on GunTech USA parts. GunTech, a proud supporter of the Second Amendment and friends of Arms Room Radio. Check them out online today at GunTechUSA.com. That's G-U-N-T-E-C-U-S-A.com. GunTech USA. Defining tactical excellence for over 26 years. Thinking about buying an AR rifle? Maybe for hunting or home protection. There are a lot of them on the market. So why choose an arms room AR rifle? Well, one, they're made by veterans and first responders, people who know what it's like to depend on a rifle. Two, the arms room AR is made with the highest quality materials and standards. Your arms room AR may not ever be used to defend life and property, but if it comes to that, know it'll work right the first time, every time. Shop armsroom.com for their complete selection of AR rifles, pistols, parts, and accessories. That's armsroom.com, where veterans and first responders always receive 10% off. It's the Bill of Rights, not the Bill of Needs. I'm Alan Gottlieb, founder of the Second Amendment Foundation. When someone says we don't need that kind of gun, remind them the Founding Fathers determined what rights our Constitution should protect. There's a world of difference between rights and needs. It is not the function of government to tell us what we need or what we don't. Certainly no one needs an assault rifle or a Saturday Night Special, or for that matter, no one needs a Corvette with a high-capacity horsepower engine capable of speeds to 150 miles per hour. But in the hands of honest, responsible individuals, we have the right of choice. You have the right to read books others don't like. You have the right to listen to any radio program we choose. You have the right to dress the way we want to. We also have the right to own firearms of our choice. So the next time someone tells you, you don't need something, tell them. It's the Bill of Rights, not the Bill of Needs. Join the Second Amendment Foundation today so that this message and our Bill of Rights might live. Call 425-454-7012. That's 425-454-7012. 
You're listening to Arms Room Radio, live from the Caltech Studios. Got a question for the guys? You can call, tweet, email, or message them by going to armsroomradio.com. Now, more Arms Room Radio, live coast to coast, with Mike and the guys in the Caltech Studios. Welcome back to Arms Room Radio, coming to you live from the Caltech Studios. Hey, don't forget, it's getting to be that time of the year again. The 2018 Gun Rights Policy Conference is coming up. Come meet national gun rights leaders and your fellow grassroots activists at the 33rd Annual Gun Rights Policy Conference in Chicago, Illinois. The Hyatt Regency, September 21st, 22nd, and 23rd. That's September 21st, 22nd, and 23rd. And you heard us right, Chicago, Illinois. Craig, uh, Craig Deleuze from the Firearms Policy Coalition will be with us at the uh, Gun Rights Policy Conference. Very much looking forward to it. In fact, that is where we met. Yes, it is. Uh, it was uh, two, three years ago now. At, uh, I believe it was the Tampa Gun was, Rights Policy Conference. It was right up the street of Tampa. Yeah, it's, uh, it, was, uh, it was good times, good times. And that's, uh, listen, we were going and into that one. He's regretted it ever since. Oh, yeah, yeah. Yeah, exactly. I, You know, going into that one, let's see, that had been, uh, was that the 15 or the 16? I forget which one that was. Uh, but uh, that would have been looking at uh, down times, trying to come up with some policy, you know, yeah. then. And, uh, you know, it wasn't until last year's where we all sat around, and it was Dallas last year, if I recall correctly. Yes, sir. Where we sat there and said, uh, that's good to be on top. <laughs> you know, it's yes. good to be on top, but we got to keep fighting. And if you don't keep fighting, what you see is a lot of this, these brush fires pop up. You know, we've got uh, uh, Judge, uh, well, Circuit Judge Kavanaugh nominated to the Supreme Court now. And uh, this, it, listen, I've been reviewing a lot of the stuff he did on the Heller 2 decision. This guy's very, very pro-gun. I'll, I'll see if I can pull some of those quotes up here for you in a moment. But this is, uh, this looks like a good guy. But the GRPC, this fights the little stuff. This fights what you're going through right. in California. This fights, you know, Deerfield, Illinois. This fights I, what is it, 693 up in uh, in Washington State. You know, this is, this is or 1693, I'm sorry, it, it's, 1693. It's, exactly. It's vital to know when you go to this conference you hear about what people are fighting in other states. And the reason why it's so important is because eventually, if it's not in your state, it's coming to your state. Correct. Uh, and not only that, but then there's also the legal battles and understanding how important it is that even, even having the same lawsuit filed in different circuits, because what's going to happen is, is different circuits are going to judge that differently depending mm -hmm. on the makeup of those, of, of their, of, of those uh, uh, circuits. But it's important that we're doing whatever we can to get these cases as far along as we can uh, in order to finally get a Supreme Court to actually, I don't know, sit down and actually make a decision on the Second Amendment case. Right. And I think we're moving, moving yeah. towards that way. Um, one of the reasons I, I like Justice Kavanaugh, well, I guess right now he's Judge Kavanaugh. He's not mm -hmm. Justice Kavanaugh yet. Uh, Judge Kavanaugh, uh, he's still at the, the District Court of Appeals level. Uh, he was on the, uh, he was one of the dissents on Heller too. Heller was the original one that, uh, that got ownership of firearms uh, in the District of Columbia. Uh, then D Heller, too, was, was, was about the types of firearms possessed. And remember, it was the shall versus the may. Uh, this right. was, it's, still a, it's still a may issue location, but uh, it was, it was, they were told they had to come up with reasonable, uh, you know, uh, you know, reasonable demands for may. Not, uh, well, or we've talked about this several times, you actually had to show that you were in need of a firearm now. Yeah. Now. Mm -hmm. Now, are you, I mean, are, you, are, you, are you being raped right this minute? That was it. I mean, it uh, was like, no, yeah, no. Yeah. Okay, no, you don't need a gun. Right, yeah. How about yeah. now? Yeah. yeah. No. No, it's over. It's over. And you'll be back tomorrow, so not now. 
So no. So well, one of his dissents, and, and he gave the dissenting opinion when they when they when they said uh, they were going to leave it a may issue as opposed to turn it to a shall issue. Uh, in Heller, the Supreme Court held that handguns, the vast majority of which today are semi-automatic, are constitutionally protected because they have not traditionally been banned and are in common use by law-abiding citizens. There is no meaningful or persuasive constitutional distinction between semi-automatic handguns and semi-automatic rifles. Semi-automatic rifles, like semi-automatic handguns, have not traditionally been banned and are in common use by law-abiding citizens for self-defense in the home, hunting, and other lawful uses. Moreover, semi-automatic handguns are used in connection with violent crimes far more than semi-automatic rifles are. It follows from Heller's protection of semi-automatic handguns that semi-automatic rifles are also constitutionally protected and that D.C.'s ban on them is unconstitutional. This is him in his dissent saying there's no such thing as an assault rifle and they're not illegal. Bam. So that's, that's, that's his word there. So, you know, we're, I'm looking forward to having a, a, a guy like this. He's very, he's very uh, you know, I don't want to say very far right. He's, he's, he's very proper in his interpretation of the Constitution as the basis for law, not his opinion, and, and he doesn't legislate from the bench. One, I, I also, though, hope, just at least just from a very fundamental position, that they'll actually start taking up some of these cases. And that's what's been so tough. It, they have not, the Supreme Court has not taken up a, it has not taken up a Second Amendment case since McDonald. No, you're, you're, you're true. You're, you're, you're very correct. But I, do you think that's because, you know, you, you have to have four people say yes. Do you think that's because the, the, the pro-gun people on there are saying, listen, it's a, it's a little tight. And Kennedy is a, he still is, he's still on the bench right now, uh, where he is conservative, he tends to come down on the, the less conservative side uh, when it's social issues. Right. And firearms and assault rifles became part of almost social issues over the past couple of years, the way the media is portraying it. So maybe they just kept it out of his hands because they didn't want it to go the wrong way and have to wait generations for it to be corrected. That, that is quite likely the case. Hopefully that will no longer be the problem. Correct, correct. And I think once Judge Kavanaugh becomes Justice Kavanaugh, maybe we won't even see it then. Maybe we'll wait until uh, Darth Vader Ginsburg to fall off the bench. And, uh, you know, get, a, get somebody else on there as well. Because I know, well, we talked about it last week. It was President Lincoln that said it was the worst thing he ever did was appoint her to the bench. <laughs> she's been there a little while, folks, is the point we're making. She's uh, just a little while. She's a little bit. She's, I think she actually is older than Kevin, which is. Wow. I mean, yeah, there aren't there. too that's many people. Old. Yeah. That's, that's getting up there. That's getting up there. Uh, hey, uh, I want to talk about Sheriff Scott Israel for a moment or two. He's still sheriff? Yeah, you know, there was, a, there was a story last week that came down from uh, our friends at um, BigLeaguePolitics.com. Uh, you remember uh, uh, Neil McCabe? Uh, you know, he's from BigLeaguePolitics.com. Go Sox. <laughs> he's, a, he's a Northeast boy. He's, Go he's, Cam. He's, yeah, that Cam. So this is from uh, uh, Laura Loomer, and uh, she said that high-level sources within a Broward County Sheriff's Office exclusively revealed to Big League Politics that disgraced Broward County Sheriff Scott Israel was set to be removed. From, uh, from his position this week. So that would have been yesterday. So it didn't happen as of yesterday. Still don't know what's going on. She has a lot of good sources down there. We've mm-hmm. talked to people as well that we know uh, in the area that uh, it, it looks like this sheriff should have been, well, we know he should be relieved, but uh, what we think is going on is there's some politics involved. It's big league politics, but there's politics going on because of the governor's race. Mm. Um, 
Remember, we have a we have a Republican governor mm-hmm. who passed some anti-gun legislation after the Parkland shooting. Right. The Broward County Sheriff's Office in Broward County is the Democratic headquarters for the state of Florida. Right. He goes down there, puts in a couple of gun restrictions. Okay. Doesn't remove Israel from office. Mm-hmm. He's really has to step on eggshells down there. And he's never going to get. He's a Republican running for the for the the Senate seat that's currently occupied by Democrat Bill Nelson. He's never going to get Broward County to vote for him, uh, you know, in a landslide or even fifty one percent. Yeah. But I think what he's trying to do is keep them from rallying against him. Oh, okay. You know, you know, he he can't he can't have them rally against him and win the vote away from an incumbent Democrat. So, uh, and one of the reasons I think this is, this all comes together, it's not the sheriff, it's not the Florida Department of Law Enforcement that are finding charges or there's allegations against the sheriff down there. It is outside agencies. It's the IRS. It's the FBI. And mm. they're allegedly making the state aware of what's going on. Because now that Mr. Scott Israel, Sheriff Scott Israel, is in the, uh, uh, in the spotlight down there with his amazing leadership, right. they found a lot of things going on. One of the things that I know from the people I've spoken to down there, he's one of the top targets of their, uh, their public corruption unit. And he has been for a while. But oh, because, yeah. because he's so powerful down there, you know, he, nobody's been able to do anything. But now that there's federal eyes looking at him, it's starting to get traction. So, mm. uh, but that's just how it's all playing out. You know, does the, you know, now if the, if the governor comes down and says, I'm removing you, but not because of what you did at Parkland. Because remember, it's the gun's fault at Parkland, if you ask anybody in Broward County in Democrat land. Yeah. Exactly. Mm-hmm. But if he comes down and says, well, listen, you didn't pay your taxes, or you, you, know, you did this, and you did that, and you know, whatever it was, uh, he, the governor can say, listen, I'm not the one that, the state doesn't have charges against you. Somebody else does, so we have to remove you. It's politics. It's big league politics is what it is. Jeez. So yeah, that was supposed to have happened this Pub- past week. Public safety takes a backseat to public Politics. Oh, exactly right. You're exactly right. Um, it's a, it's, it's something to follow. You know, listen, I, I, it was supposed to have happened this week. I'm sure it'll happen the next week or two. It, it's, it's something should be going, going on. Uh, hey, listen, I, right now, I don't believe we have Major Bill joining us, so we'll be covering his stories when we get back. But, uh, but at a minimum, when we get back, we'll be doing some Fallen Hero. We'll see you after the break. Forty kilometers northwest of Kandahar, Afghanistan, at a remote desert military base, American soldiers are playing video games. There are cold drinks, coffee, snacks, and comfy chairs. There's an internet connection, a putting green, frisbees, and footballs. There are DVDs, books, games, and guitars. There are toothbrushes, shaving cream, body wipes, and shampoo. This is today's USO. It's the USO to go program. With all of the above and more, selected and ordered directly by the troops themselves, packaged and shipped anywhere in the world. Today, it's just one of the ways the USO supports our troops, lifts their spirits, and serves as the link between them and the American people. People just like you. To donate and to find out more about the USO, visit us at USO.org. The USO. Until everyone comes home. 
first time that we saw combat as a unit, it was more surreal than anything. You're under fire, you're getting blown up. There's definitely adrenaline. There was the explosion. And I remember just opening my eyes and it got both of my legs. I had surgery after surgery and I was on a lot of pain medicine. What's going to happen next and how long am I going to be here? The Wounded Warrior Project dropped off a backpack for me. And it had everything in there that I could possibly have needed at that time. Peer visitors, people who have been where I had been before, said, look brother, everything's going to be okay. Three months from now, four months from now, a year from now, you'll be fine. That type of thing is an invaluable service. To be honest, I don't know if I would be as well adjusted as I am now if it wasn't for them. To learn more, call 1-877-832-6997 or visit woundedwarriorproject.org. It's pouring rain. It's real dark outside. Your heart starts beating really, really fast. You've never done anything so hard in your life. This is boot camp. This is the real thing now. It's such extreme pain, you don't understand how you can finish. I began to feel that there was no way I was ever going to have my title, U.S. Marine. It takes special inner strength, courage, and desire to do this. I was just thinking, I'm so close. I'm so close. And when I, I finished, I was like, I'm done. I did it. The moment I will never forget is when this drill instructor that I admire so much comes up to me straight in front of me, put her arm on my shoulder and said, good morning, Marine. PFC Summer Volkman became a Marine. Can you? Visit Marines.com or call 1-800-MARINES. The few, the proud, the Marines. We all play a role in keeping our community safe. Every day, we move in and out of each other's busy lives. It's easy to take for granted all the little moments that make up our everyday. Some are good, others not so much. But that's life. It's when something doesn't seem quite right that it's time to pay attention. Because only you know what's not supposed to be in your everyday. So protect your everyday. If you see something suspicious, say something to local authorities. Young men just don't seem to listen to the radio anymore. They're too busy with their earpods and TV games. It's iPods and video games? Whatever. Point is, young men are probably not listening to me right now, but they will listen to you. So I need you to remind them to register with Selective Service when they turn 18. It's an easy way to keep the door open to important benefits like college loans and government jobs. And it's the law. So please feel free to remind them to go to SSS.gov or any post office to register. I heard that. You're listening to Arms Room Radio, live from the Caltech Studios. Got a question for the guys? You can call, tweet, email, or message them by going to armsroomradio.com. Now, more Arms Room Radio, live coast to coast, with Mike and the guys in the Caltech Studios. The Fallen Heroes segment of Arms Room Radio is proudly brought to you by MaxLawOrlando.com. Army Staff Sergeant Jeremy D. Vrooman died July 15, 2008, serving during Operation Iraqi Freedom. Vrooman, 28, of Sioux Falls, South Dakota, 
was assigned to the 2nd Squadron, 2nd Striker Cavalry Regiment, 2nd Striker Brigade Combat Team, 1st Armored Division, Vilsec, Germany. He died in Baghdad, Iraq, of wounds suffered when an improvised explosive device detonated while his unit was conducting a house raid in Canaan, Iraq. He began his second tour overseas three weeks before he was killed and was scheduled to return in 2008, November. Vrooman leaves behind his wife and two children, aged four and nine months. Vrooman completed basic training at Fort Knox, Kentucky. After receiving his military training, he was stationed at Fort Carson, Colorado. He served his first tour in Iraqi freedom in 2003. Army Staff Sergeant Jeremy D. Vrooman, you are not forgotten. If you or a family member or a friend have any legal issues whatsoever, feel free to give me a call at 407-480-2179 or on my cell at 407-467-4960 and I will do everything I can to see if you can get the answers you need for your friends or family or yourself to whatever your legal issue is. Thank you, Kevin. Again, Kevin's at the uh, Complete Combatant class up in Marietta, Georgia this weekend. Please check out our friends at the Complete Combatant. And it's thecompletecombatant.com, and you can uh, see all of the things that Brian Hill is bringing, uh, bringing to all the people in the southeast and around the country. Some, some very good training. Uh, Major Bill is uh, stuck on a call. He's out. He's on assignment. You know, he, he's, uh, you know he's, he's, he's not uh, able to be with us this week. He, he, uh, like I said, listen, he's active uh, boss down there in law enforcement, and sometimes it just happens, and he's not able to be with us. Boss has got to work weekends. Boss got to work, too. Boss, got to work, too. Got to make sure to copy good on the weekend, too. Yep, yep, yep. <laughs> Sometimes about, it just be like it. <laughs> yeah, yeah. What about the donuts? Oh, well, yeah. Well, I mean, they go with each other. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> what are we doing? You're going to have a, the, the fork without the knife? You know, yeah. come on there. Yeah. Uh, hey, so we're going to bring to you some uh, some uh, Major Bill stories. These are these are stories that uh, Major Bill uh, picks and uh, sends to us that he would like to do this week. Okay. And I'm kind of glad he's not here because I get to do this one. <laughs> I saw this story and thought, oh, boy, I bet you Major Bill picks this story this week. And he did. Mm. Miami man charged with st- with stabbing Chicago tourist. Well, Mike, that's a horrible story. Why would you do that? Oh, I'm sorry. I left part of the title out of it. Okay. Miami man with no arms charged with stabbing Chicago tourist. Wow. Yeah. Yeah. yeah no arms. No arms. No arms. My first inclination is good for him. <laughs> yes. Get overcoming his handicap. Yes. He's handicapable. Yes. Is what he is. Yeah. Well, he is in Chicago, and they do not allow you to be armed in Chicago. That's that's true. You can't be armed in Chicago. No, though. So they took his arms. The, they took <laughs> I think his what, arms. confiscated was, them. <laughs> was the Miami guy in Chicago? Or was the Chicago I guy in Miami? Miami? I believe this okay. happened in Miami. Oh, this because, is in Miami. Oh, okay. well, yeah, well, because this guy couldn't get, he couldn't uh, he couldn't buckle his seatbelt on the plane, so they got thrown <laughs> off, and you know he just he couldn't hold his ticket. You know he couldn't. Uh, it's, he right, couldn't hitch a ride. We're going to get uh, into it. Does it say how he managed to, <laughs> yeah, I guess to hold, there it gets hold there. the knife? So enter your bets now, folks. If you don't know the outcome of the story, enter your bets now. This is either going to be uh, you know, in the teeth. like uh, what's that? Have you seen that picture of that seal holding a knife? The baby seal. Not, not the Navy seal. There's a baby seal holding a knife that's, uh, that's going around. That oh, I'll have to post that picture up because when I heard this story, that's what I thought of. Okay. Uh, uh, or, or was this um, where else might have he been holding this knife and stabbed someone else? I... I thought in the teeth was it, um, but evidently that's not what happened. So uh, lay down your bets, okay? Betting tables closed, all right? And Miami Beach police say 46-year-old Jonathan Crenshaw 
held a pair of scissors with his feet and stabbed 22-year-old hmm. Cesar Coronado just after midnight early Tuesday. Okay. Okay, with his feet. With his, was he... Was he probably got some long toes. Yeah, was he laying down or what was he just... Just a, come over here, come over here, and then you lay down on the ground and pick up the scissors with your... It's probably got a good balance. You think he was holding them between his feet, or he had like the scissor holes around the toes? Between like the could, feet. Like I, I'm going to bet on between Between the feet? The feet? All right. I, I think, you know, he was doing, you know, using the toes. One, holding it one, one foot. One, one, no, is it a toe on each foot holding it, or the two toes on one foot holding it? Two toes on one foot. Two toes on one foot, got it. Miami Herald reports that Crenshaw is a popular fixture in the area known for painting on canvases along a trendy spot in South Beach. Okay, but okay. you could paint with a toothbrush in your mouth. Not a toothbrush, I guess a paintbrush in your mouth, right? You could do that. I've yeah. seen people do that. Mm -hmm. yeah. According to the arrest report, Crenshaw says he was lying down there we go, we go, uh. when Coronado approached him and punched him in the head. Police say Crenshaw stabbed Coronado twice and fled. What they should have said was... Police say Crenshaw stabbed Coronado. Coronado got up and fled. And fled. <laughs> yeah, because he's, he's, so so the the stabbing is a result of self defense. It's evidently a, re a result of punching, but you can't stab to stop a punch. It's the, the way the law works in Florida. You can't commit a crime higher. He doesn't have than any the arms. Crime. Uh, for, yeah, exactly right. Yeah, you're right. You're right. This guy was unarmed, Earl. He was unarmed. <laughs> <He's> unarmed. <laughs> Literally. <laughs> uh, a friend was traveling with Coronado, uh, said they asked Crenshaw for directions when he suddenly jumped up and stabbed Coronado in the arm. Okay, mm. well, that's a lie. If he's holding the knife with his feet, how do you jump up and stab somebody in the arm? Hmm, yeah. <laughs> he was taken to the hospital. They asked the friend later on, did you notice the guy didn't have any arms? Uh, uh, guess my story don't work. <laughs> Guess mine doesn't work at all. So that's a major bill story. The uh, and I guess the uh, the moral of the major bill story was don't go around unarmed. <laughs> yeah, don't be caught dead in an uh, unarmed zone. <laughs> uh, Chicago judge, have you seen the uh, the the hypocrisy going on in Chicago? We we see this all the time. We have a. Uh, we, we, we brought you the stats last week, you know, of, of how many shootings went on over the, the holiday weekend. It continues to happen. Uh, Chicago looks like it's going to go over eight 900 again this year for homicide, homicide firearms deaths in Chicago, one of the most well-regulated gun cities in the, in the, in the country, if not, uh, uh, you know, if, if not 100% the, the most uh, regulated city. Video captures gun falling from judge's jacket at courthouse. Veteran Cook County judge was hit with a misdemeanor. By the way, if you're a judge, evidently it's only a misdemeanor to carry a gun when, oh, you don't, okay. when, when you're not supposed to. A veteran Cook County judge was hit with a misdemeanor gun charge after sheriff's deputies saw him drop a pistol last week in the lobby of the county's main criminal courthouse. Okay, a couple of points I want to go over this with you before we, uh, we, we, we get out and go into the last segment is that many states, many states, I know Florida is one of them. I believe California is one of them as we sit here in the room together. The judge is the chief law enforcement officer of his courtroom. He's okay. the boss. He's the man in the courtroom. If the sheriff's office says you can't have a gun in the courtroom, if the police department says you can't have a gun in the courtroom, it don't matter. It's the judge's courtroom. In fact, if the police say you can have one in there, the judge can say, I don't want it in there. I've made my courtroom gun-free. It's a stupid move. I don't know why. But judges have been 
typically been able to, legally been able to carry a firearm in their own courtroom. It's their courtroom. They obviously face a threat. They're looking at putting somebody away or putting them to death. You know, they're allowed to carry mm-hmm. a firearm. Yeah. So I'm not sure. This is just, you know, you know, more research required. Maybe when we're up there, we can go around and we can ask and uh, you know, make a phone call or two. But this here in Chicago, in Cook County, judges are not allowed to carry firearms in their own courtrooms. Now, this judge has a firearms permit. This just He has this firearms owner's card. He has this concealed weapons permit. Uh, you know, I'm not saying he was, you know, scoffing at any other laws that were going on. He just was carrying his, his firearm into his own courtroom, and it fell out of his jacket pocket, evidently, when he threw his jacket over his arm. Go ahead, Get a good holster. Yes. Yeah. Yeah, don't just leave it <laughs> inside gosh. a jacket pocket. Yeah, right. yeah. Exactly right. Exactly right. Um, I, I love that the, uh, the 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 chief policy officer for the sheriffs up there. Their their quote is I, I just we had some good quotes today. The their public information officer, which is I believe what they meant to say, not the policy officer. Their public information officer said the gun is believed to have been loaded. Well, well, that's I hope so. kind yeah, of the point. That's, I hope that's so. a great fact. Thanks for checking into that law enforcement agency. Thanks for <laughs> figuring that out. It's believed to have been loaded. What is the point of carrying an unloaded firearm? It's a fancy, expensive rock. Yeah, yeah. Pa- paperweights, perhaps, yeah. something along those lines. So, uh, well, the, so this, uh, this is this is just the the point we're trying to make here is this is the kind of place where people say in Chicago you can't have a firearm. It's a gun free zone. But when a judge brings one into the courthouse, it's a misdemeanor. Misdemeanor. Mm. Right. Misdemeanor. Everybody else is a felony going to jail for a long time. Judge brings it in. Misdemeanor. Hey, you're listening to uh, Arms Room Radio. It's coming to you live from the Caltech Studios. Stick around more when we get back. This is no ordinary shotgun. Not with innovative dual-tube magazines that hold a dozen 12-gauge rounds, plus one in the chamber. And in the one millionth of a second, when innovation ignites performance, the ordinary tactical shotgun became obsolete. Innovation. Performance. Keltec. See more at keltecweapons.com. Hey, Mike, ready to go to lunch? No, not today. I'm going to get some trigger time in. You're going to the range? Nope. I'm going to train in the environment in which statistics say I'm most likely to have a violent encounter at work. Here in the office? Or at home. Trigger time? How can you have trigger time in the office or at home without shooting up the place? Easy. With my CERT SIRT training pistol from Next Level Training. Shooting paper targets at the range is good practice, but it's not the environment I'm in most of the time. With the rise in workplace violence, I vowed not to be a victim. Besides, I'm here all by myself, so why not? I have my CERT training pistol, and when practicing your draw from concealment, CERT is the safest and only way to go. CERT training pistol. I've heard about them. They look like a Glock, but they don't fire real bullets. Saves you money, huh? Yep, it sure does. How do I get mine? Log on to nextleveltraining.com slash armsroom and order yours today. The safest and easiest way to train in your own environment. Get ready. Stay ready with the CERT training pistol. Go online right now to nextleveltraining.com slash armsroom. Ever want to accessorize your tactical rifle? Then you want the tactical excellence of Gun Tech USA. Gun Tech, 
a family-owned and operated manufacturer of tactical accessories for AR-15, AR-10, and AK-47 style rifles. For nearly three decades, GunTech USA has been producing the finest quality pistol grips, rail systems, scope mounts, slings, compensators, flash hiders, hand guards, iron sights, and more. Check online at GunTechUSA.com to see their vast selection of parts and accessories and to locate a dealer near you. Whether you do your own gunsmithing or you have it done, when customizing your tactical rifle, insist on tactical excellence. Insist on GunTech USA parts. GunTech, a proud supporter of the Second Amendment and friends of Arms Room Radio. Check them out online today at GunTechUSA.com. That's G-U-N-T-E-C-U-S-A.com. GunTech USA. Defining tactical excellence for over 26 years. Thinking about buying an AR rifle? Maybe for hunting or home protection. There are a lot of them on the market. So why choose an arms room AR rifle? Well, one, they're made by veterans and first responders, people who know what it's like to depend on a rifle. Two, the arms room AR is made with the highest quality materials and standards. Your arms room AR may not ever be used to defend life and property, but if it comes to that, know it'll work right the first time, every time. Shop armsroom.com for their complete selection of AR rifles, pistols, parts, and accessories. That's armsroom.com, where veterans and first responders always receive 10% off. You're listening to Arms Room Radio, live from the Caltech Studios. Got a question for the guys? You can call, tweet, email, or message them by going to armsroomradio.com. Now, more Arms Room Radio, live coast to coast, with Mike and the guys in the Caltech Studios. Hey, welcome back to Arms Room Radio, coming to you live from the Caltech Studios. Here it is. Last segment comes up all the time. Already? All the time. Okay. Every time we do this, I think we're never going to have enough material to get through this two hours. And then we're looking at four or five topics going, we didn't have enough time. We didn't have enough time. We didn't have enough time. <laughs> Next uh, week. Hey, uh, it's, been, it's been dominating our conversation uh, all throughout the breaks, and we want to share that with you. No way to be Thomas Magnum without a mustache. <laughs> you can't. It's not possible. How can you yeah, be Thomas Magnum without a mustache? It is, it is sacrilegious. It, it really I posted is. a link I am on offended. our Facebook page. I am, I am offended. Just to let you know. I, I, am as, I am as well. As a mustache possessor, I, uh, <laughs> I am offended as well. Uh, I believe we all are actually in the room, so look, looking around. Uh, Earl, you said you, you posted this up? Yeah, I posted the link to the uh, trailer. It's uh, Now, that's the, uh, the trailer to the show. It's not, it's not Thomas Magnum living in a trailer. That no. there'd also be sacrilege. No. Uh, he's got to live in a Hawaiian. He's got to live in the Robin's Nest, in the guest house. It could be a very nice trailer. It could be. It mm-hmm. could be. Yeah, like one of those uh, Hollywood type trailers. Mm. Yeah, there you go. There you go. You're out there in the Hollywood. You get you get a Hollywood trailer when you were doing when you do your last movie there. I don't even get like you know like one of those <laughs> little temporary little chairs. <laughs> no, they <laughs> make me stand. <laughs> oh, that'll all change. Listen, we got. I got a feeling they're going to be a. Purging a lot of people out of there in Hollywood soon, you know, when the red wave comes along in November of this year. So it will be, it will be, if there is a red wave in California, I, wow, I, I, I would be incredibly surprised. It, uh, it could happen, you know, we, and we, I want to just get some of these people that said they were going to, they were going to move to Canada just, just to keep their word. You yes. Know, just, mm-hmm. Hello, Hollywood would empty <laughs> yeah. out. Yeah, yeah. yeah, exactly. Exactly right. Uh, hey, I want to uh, talk to you about another uh, case from the Second Amendment Foundation. Uh, this one, uh, this one was, this one was great. This one, this one made me laugh. This one made me giggle. This one made me laugh. Uh, this is from the, the Second Amendment Foundation, our good friends up there in uh, Washington. I know Washington, you're listening to us and uh, 
where we got to Seattle, Tacoma, uh, down, 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 down a little bit south, Portland, out in Olympia. Also, you know, they're all, they're all over the place. We, we love our friends at Megatalk, and we love Seattle. Mm-hmm. Uh, and the whole Pacific Northwest. We, we know, you know, I'm looking at the stats right here. Love you, Pacific Northwest. <laughs> I really do. <laughs> uh, the Department of Justice and the Second Amendment Foundation have reached a settlement in the Second Amendment Foundation's lawsuit on behalf of Cody Wilson and Defense Distributed over free speech issues relating to the 3D files and other information that may be used to manufacture lawful firearms. Okay. Lawful firearms. Lawful firearms. Yeah, this is not guys making uh, ghost guns in the basement that shoot... Uh, with the shoulder thing that goes up uh, 30 rounds a second. This is oh, not that. 30-second clip? 30-second, yeah. 30, the never-ending clips. Yeah. They're like cigarettes. Uh-huh. Remember? Yeah. That are legal to use to hunt humans. Yes. Uh-huh. Yes. Yeah. The Second Amendment Foundation and Defense Distributed filed suit against the State Department under the Obama administration, challenging a May 2013 attempt to control public speech as an export under the ITARS, that's the International Traffic and Arms Regulation, a Cold War era law intended to control exports of military articles. Now, the ITARS is still in, in, in great force. It's basically any internal part that makes a gun go bang. Okay. Um, you know, a barrel, an internal component, a fire control mechanism. You're not, I can't just mail that to, uh, you know, my friends in Venezuela or whatever it is because mm-hmm. you don't want to sway the balance of power someplace where they don't have firearms uh, or help them con- commit crimes. But it does not apply to typically things that apply externally to firearms. Flashlights, pistol grips, things that don't make the gun go boom. Right. Just things that make it look pretty. You know, they, they give it the, uh, what's our friend uh, call it, the cool, uh, the mall ninja look. You know, it's got all tactical. The, the tactical part. There you go. They look, make them look assaulty. Yeah, yeah exactly right. They make them look assaulty. <laughs> yeah, all, all evil and assaulty. Uh, under the terms of the settlement, the government has agreed to waive its prior restraint against the plaintiffs. Let me, let me say that again. That means the current Donald J. Trump administration, State Department, has agreed to, that's uh, Mike Pompeo now, uh, has agreed to take the objection that the Obama State Department had and said, uh, yeah, not so much. We're out. <laughs> it was, we're not doing it. We're not he enforcing gone, that. He gone. Yeah, yeah exactly. He gone. <laughs> the, uh, this now allows them to freely publish the 3D files and other information at issue. Now, again, this is just the file. This is the... I guess the program you would need to punch into a yeah, 3D software. printer, you know, so this is, but they said that was against ITARs because people around the world could download it and make guns. Do they have the appropriate machinery that it needed? I want to point that out. Earl just said that there, appropriate machinery. He's not just talking about a 3D printer. A 3D printer will give you the plastics needed for a firearm, but I want you to try, actually folks, I don't, I like you. I don't want you to try this. Yeah. Uh, but if you tried to take a gun and made it solely of plastics and not put, I don't know, a metal breech block into it, a metal barrel. Uh, you know what you would get? You would get a bomb, a little tiny mm-hmm. hand grenade. And as soon as you pulled the trigger, you get a hole right through your hand, which is cool if you want to look at eclipses, but it's not good for <laughs> anything else. It's so, uh, the 3d file, the government has also agreed to pay a significant portion of the plaintiff's attorney fees and to return $10,000 in state department resignation dues Paid by Defense Distributed as a result of the prior restraint. They didn't. Re- they didn't resign from the State Department. It was registration dues. Did, what did I say? Res- resignation. <laughs> you did say yeah, resignation. You did. Bam. <laughs> this is why I don't do the show by myself. Mm-hmm. Right? Because there's clearly too much show in the show. Yeah. <laughs> we got. We got more program. We got to resigning and and to return $10,000 in State Department registration dues yeah. paid by Defense Distributed as a result of the plan. You know, sometimes I catch it. Sometimes uh-huh. I catch when I say something wrong. Uh, and then sometimes I'm like, uh, you guys could be 
totally pulling one over on me right now. I have no idea. <laughs> I'd have to go back and listen to the tape. <laughs> uh, so this is huge also. This is, this yeah, is big. Get, get to right. the good part here. Yes. Significantly. Oh, I love this part. <laughs> I love this part. Uh, the government expressly acknowledges that non-automatic firearms, up to including the 50 caliber, including modern semi-auto sporting rifles, such as the popular AR-15 and similar firearms, are not inherently military. Catch so that, folks? Boom. So, so that means they're not military-style assault rifles? They are not military-style assault rifles. They are not weapons of war. This is our government saying this. Uh-huh. Yes. Not only is this a First Amendment victory for free speech, it is also a devastating blow to the gun prohibition lobby, noted SAF founder and executive vice president Alan Gottlieb. For years, anti-governors have contended that modern semi-automatic sport utility rifles are so-called weapons of war. And with this settlement, the government has acknowledged they are nothing of the sort. Under this settlement, he continued, the government will draft and pursue regulatory amendments that eliminate ITAR control over the technical information at the center of this case. They will transfer export jurisdiction to the Commerce Department, which does not impose prior restraint on public speech. That will allow Defense Distributed and the Second Amendment Foundation to publish information about 3D technology. As the president would say, huge. Huge. Ooh, this is huge. Hu- this is huge. This is, this is another... Knocking down a statue from the last administration. This is this is chipping away, rightfully so. Uh, you know this this isn't a spiteful. Not that I think there's been any spiteful things, but this is this is another correction to the wrongs that were done on the Second Amendment community. Exactly. You know, mm-hmm. people talk like, well, how can you just do this? Well, because President Obama did the exact opposite. Right. He put things in place uh, that was really not within his authority. So for this president, for him to put them in place, well, then yeah. obviously this president, if he wants to, can simply take them away. Correct. And this wasn't, we, we, I'm sorry, we know that President Obama did the, uh, I got a pen and I got a phone and I'll make my own deals. Mm-hmm. This was done with the State Department. This is done with the Commerce Department. This is done with the courts. This, this is done the right way. This right. is not done, I'm just going to close myself in here and do what I want. Well, and, he's, and I, think he, I think the president has said, look, on, on, not just on gun issues, but on a number of issues, he said, look, this is not in my purview. Congress, you need, if you want to do this, you need to pass a law. Right. Do your job. Right. Yeah, you're exactly right. Exactly you, right. You guys mean he's doing it the way things are supposed to be done? The way it says in the Constitution? No. Yeah. Con- yeah. What, what consta what? Constipation? Con- <laughs> what Resignation? <is> <laughs> Registration? <laughs> What's that? We still have one of those? Uh, you're sitting too close to Mike. Yeah, starting to get the old mumble mouth. There you go. There you go. <laughs> Uh, hey, Craig, I want to thank you for joining us uh, on the program. It's, uh, listen, we found out you were coming to the state. We, uh, you know, we said we, we got to get up, Craig. Get up, Craig. So we appreciate you coming in. Uh, it was a pleasure uh, sitting down, uh, sharing a meal with you and your family as well. And uh, it's a good friend of the program. And uh, we look forward to seeing you, I believe, next time we'll see you is in the, at the Gun Rights Policy Conference in September. It should be at the Gun Rights Policy Conference. And I thank you for having me. Uh, I have a great time. Every time we get a chance to hang out. And uh, I just appreciate being able to be uh, with friends in free America. That's, that's, it's nice. It's nice. How does, how does everybody get a hold of you? How do they follow you and how do they join Firearms Policy Coalition? Firearmspolicy.org, Facebook.com forward slash gun policy. It's that simple. Folks, uh, please, please, please exercise your Second Amendment rights responsibly. If you're not ready, get ready. If you are ready, stay ready. Remember, keep your head on a swivel. See you next week.
The Keltec PMR30 is no run-of-the-mill 22 Magnum lightweight pistol, not with its unique hybrid blowback system and 30-round magazine. So when you get a rush from that one millionth of a second, when innovation ignites performance, brace yourself. There's 29 more. Innovation. Performance. Keltec. See more at keltecweapons.com.